Welcome into Friday's edition of Hot Takes. Once again, Cody Blazak is still playing hooky for the week. So Tanner and I are back again. You've heard us all week long across the dudes and hot takes. And we're here to cover everything going on this weekend. And we're going to start with the Army-Navy game, the lone college football game of the weekend. And the most exciting part of this game might be the uniforms. Every year it is. Every year it's the uniforms. And this year... Not, as always, they look absolutely spectacular. It's the two best uniforms in college football, year in, year out. And everybody watches this game because it's the only college football game that goes on. And there's a lot of history here. Obviously, the uniforms always pay tribute. This year, Army has chosen to recognize the soldiers from the U.S. Army Special Forces Command. And this is a SB Nation uh, post, by the way. Immediately after the 9-11 attack, Special Forces Operational Detachment Alphas from the 5th Special Forces Group deployed from Fort Campbell, Kentucky to take the fight to the Taliban in Afghanistan. That is who Army is paying tribute to. Let me scroll a little bit. And for the midshipmen, the blue jerseys have the stars on the sleeves. In white lettering on the front, it says Navy, obviously. Uh, Their uniform is based on the F-18 Super Hornet, the uh, fighter jet, which is incredibly dope because it was F-14s that were in Top Gun, but I think there were F-18s in that movie too, wasn't there? I believe so. That sounds right. I I could be wrong, but I'm assuming in Top Gun 2 there may be some F-18s. Nonetheless, though, incredible uniforms and even more incredible what they stand for. But looking at this game on paper here, Army 8-3 and three on the year, Navy 3-8. and eight. Army won this game four out of the last five times. The over-under sits at a low 34.5, which are means... Are you shocked? No, odds makers are, never really expect points in this game. Can't really blame them. Expecting a kind of a low-scoring game here, always a low-scoring running the ball game lots lots of runs always lots of runs i've seen people on twitter say that they're expecting the pass number to be around 11 between both between both teams teams. could be close to 11 beautiful absolutely beautiful this is how football is meant to be played (laughs) hey three yards in a cloud of dust back when when i'm back when we did in my day you know we didn't do none of this old passing (laughs) stuff don't expect don't expect a lot of that that's for sure i expect army to take care of business here though well, it is the Army Navy game, you know. It's it's their egg bowl essentially. It's true. Uh, it it really just matters, I think, who wants to win more. Obviously, Army's a very has a pretty talented team this year. It really is. Eight and three. I mean, with some with what I if I remember correctly, some pretty impressive wins by Army by you know military school standards. Oh yeah, and Army after this will have a bowl game on the horizon. They're playing in the Armed Forces Bowl against Missouri. Which would be ain't that something? That's a pretty fun game. That is. See how an SEC team goes against them. Little quick, quick preview here. I think Army takes care of the Mizzou Tigers in that one. Oh, well. really? I, I think so. I'm not. I mean, it is Missouri. It is Missouri. And that's it for the college football landscape. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's, that's all. it this weekend. That's uh, it. We'll be bringing you more, obviously, when bowl season gets a little bit closer. But we're still about two weeks out from that. So oh, yeah, yeah, no, a week out. A week out. A week okay. Out. Yeah, not bad. And we've got, so we're going to switch gears here and go to the NFL. And we're going to start with last night's thriller 
of a game. The Vikings went up 29-0 to in the third quarter. How about that game? And the Steelers brought it almost all the way all back. The way back. Oh, and the last play of that game. I can't even pronounce the guy's last name. What's that tight end's last name? Friar Mute. Friar Mute. Yes, it was something like that. I did. I couldn't even attend. He's on my fantasy team. We were we were at Drifters here in Starkville watching the game, and that was that was that was a great. He he caught the ball. He caught the ball. He just got rocked. <laughs> it was just a, a fantastic defensive play from the Vikings, who really didn't play much defense late in that game. Because I mean, to let a team come almost all the way back to tie the game. I mean, they they won by eight points. They they score that. They get the two point conversion. It would have been the largest comeback in NFL history from 29 points down. I saw, um, I, I think we witnessed the most Steelers receivers thing happen in that game, and that is, I think it was with like 16 seconds left, Chase Claypool gets tackled across the sticks, he gets the first down, but he celebrates for like three and a half, four seconds, and just runs time off the clock instead of just getting the ball to the referee. I mean, that's another play, almost. Yeah, it does not surprise me at all. There was some controversy post-game about Mike Tomlin. I believe he benched Chase Claypool late in that game. It could have been after that play. I mean, I don't blame him. I would I would have too. But that was a thriller to get us started on Thursday night. Looking ahead this weekend, we've got ahead of us a lot of divisional matchups, including the Ravens and the Browns. And the Ravens seem to be trending in the wrong direction. The Browns look to be kind of trying to just stay afloat. Yeah, they're 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 not swimming, but they're floating. They're they're treading water. They're treading right water. <laughs> they're, they're making do like the Cleveland's Browns do, and they're a field goal favorite in this game in Cleveland. I do think the Browns paddle a little bit and get this game, take this game away from Baltimore. Well, I think they're going to be able to keep the ball out of Lamar Jackson's hands, which, as of late, may not be the thing to do. I mean, considering he just tends to throw the ball to the other team more now uh, as of late, but... Cleveland, obviously, has got one of the more potent rushing attacks in the league, if not the most potent rushing attack. They're going to keep the clock running. They're going to win the time of possession battle, which is a pointless stat. But nonetheless, I think they're going to be able to take this one, and I think it's going to be my more than a field goal. Yeah, I, I need a big week here from Nick Chubb, so I, I'd love love to see them run the You mean your fantasy the... team needs a big week from Nick Chubb? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm at a position now where I need to win, and I need someone else to lose in order to make playoffs, and uh after, after Thursday night, it looks like it could be trending in that direction. Uh, well, see, I'm right on the bubble. I'm at the seven seed in ours. So we are looking at uh, – a the guy had Jefferson last night, and he scored 20. I got I had a lot of guys get hot early in the season that have fallen off. Uh, Mike Williams, for instance. Kyle Pitts, obviously, I still have quite a lot of hope for him here late in the season. I have Aaron Jones starting uh, and Josh Allen. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes there, and that's we'll get to that Bills game, which will be a fun one. But sticking with these noon kickoff, new Central Time kickoffs, Raiders and Chiefs, another divisional matchup. Chiefs trending in the right direction. They've won five straight. They look like the Kansas City Chiefs that we're used to. I think they roll over the Las Vegas Raiders here. Last time these two teams played, it was in Las Vegas, and the Chiefs won 41-14. to That was kind of their breakout game, their yep. get-right game. And this one in Kansas City. Kansas City a 10-point favorite. I also have Tyreek Hill on my fantasy team. I do as And well. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, so I need, I need points. Points. <laughs> I they, need lots of them. They'll probably score lots of them against this Raiders team. However, this Raiders team is, ha, is and has been all year sneaky. Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. I agree. 
And you're going to have to come out and play some great football, obviously. Yeah. But I, I believe um, former Bulldog, Mr. Jones, up front is going to be able to get to Derek Carr tonight and make his life a little bit uncomfortable. So I do have the Chiefs in that one. Yeah, I, I expect that there. Moving on, another divisional matchup, Dallas and Washington. And Washington. Huge game. That's, that's big. Dallas hasn't looked the best as of late. They really haven't. Mm. But especially, you know, last week that was their trying to be their form of a get-right game. Their defense looked great against New Orleans. Uh, but they were playing Taysom Hill. That's true. He is my fantasy quarterback right now. Uh, and that's atrocious for you, and I'm uh, so sorry. 100 rushing yards on the ground. That, that's big-time <laughs> fantasy points. Well, the four picks kind of, uh Might, you know, might cancel that out. That's maybe, okay. maybe. That's okay, though. But in Washington here, Dallas a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Mike McCarthy came out and said that we are going to win this game in the press conference. And then afterward, they asked Dak about it. And if, if it put them in a bad position and Dak said, no, I mean, this is – everyone in this Cowboys training facility believes that they should win this game, believes that they need to win this game. That's the attitude they come into. They do need to win this game. Yeah. They they, they need a late-season resume booster and absolutely. confidence booster here. And you may look at the Saints game as a confidence booster. Some may, but I, I don't. I think that offense really kind of underperformed in that game. Tony Pollard looks like the best running back on that team right now. He does, and he he tore his plantar fasci- fa- fasciat fasci- f- the foot the foot muscle the, the muscle tore. in your foot he tore it, but yeah, it's a weird injury where it's better you're better off to tear it. So he's still a game time decision on her sure if he'll play, but he's really been a great change of pace there, kind of picking up where it feels like Zeke should be doing it. So well, Zeke is also battling an injury according to him, so we'll see how that goes, but. Yeah, no, this offense has to have some life breathed into it. They've got the full receiving core back now. They've got a week under their belt. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, possibly the best trio in the league. I think you're going to see them air it out a lot. I'm excited to see that one. That one should be a fun one to watch. Of course, Washington's still missing that presence up front and Chase Young out for the year. A huge loss for them. but Still have Montez Sweat on the other side, I believe. That's true. Mississippi State presence right there moving on Seattle playing the Houston Texans on the road now this game I bring it up because I think the Seattle needs to have a get right game and this needs to be that get right game if you can't get right against the Texans you can't get right against anybody yeah, you may as well go and write the season off they're four and eight now not in a pretty position however there are 17 games here so they can win five straight here nine and eight could be good enough for a wild card team and we know this Seattle team has enough talent to make a deep run in the playoffs if they can get to the playoffs. Russell Wilson's your quarterback. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. This has got they've got to they need to win this game by at least twenty. They have got you have to, to come out and thump the Texans. Absolutely, I, I expect them to do that. I, I, th- I think they will. Moving on, the Detroit Lions. Can they make it two in a row? Can they can they win back to back games playing on the road in Mile High at Denver? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you your first chance to use the button today. I think they do. While he finds the button, <laughs> the button is back. The button is back. The, the button, button is back. The button has returned. And I don't think it's a hot take either. I think the Lions win the game. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think you know they've got the first win under the belt. It, it, I think they may keep rolling. They, to the playoffs? Could they, no, maybe not. To the, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I think they may keep rolling to get a couple more here late in the season. You know. I feel they, like everyone wants to see this Lions team win. Everybody wants. I want to say. 
I just want to see Coach Campbell win. I love him. He they is. finally got a kneecap the other night. They finally, you know, reached up and just bit somebody's kneecap off. And now they're going for another one. They're rowing the boat. They're doing the thing. I think they do do the thing. I think they do be winning football games this weekend. I, I agree. I think so. We'll we'll see with that one. Moving on to the after the other afternoon games here, 49ers and Bengals, kind of two teams in the middle of the pack in either conference, just kind of treading water here. The Bengals need a big-time win here. The Niners do as well. We really do. Yeah. I, I say this as a 49ers fan, we need a win very badly. I feel like this season a lot of the faithful have already kind of packed it in. Already kind of been, you know, we're we're developing, we're trying to get something going here. We're trusting in coach. Jimmy G, I still don't think is the answer, and I think people have finally realized it. He's not. But we're just gonna keep trucking. We're gonna come in here. Do they get it done on the road in Cincinnati? Ah. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Not a lot of confidence from the resident 49ers fan. If here. I were a betting man, I would not take the 49ers and i'm not saying to bet but i would not put money on the 49ers to win this game it'll be a fun one to watch but moving on to the headliner in the afternoon the big one with your fantasy quarterback josh allen against on the road in tampa bay tampa bay against the buccaneers i would never pick against brady i think brady and the buccaneers roll in this one mainly because as a New England fan, I'd love to see Buffalo lose, and I'd love to see Tom Brady win. I don't care if they roll or not. I just need Josh Allen points. I need Stephon Diggs points. So. I, I don't care if Tampa Bay scores 100 as long as Josh Allen and, the, and his team, they get 40. Because I feel like if they get 40, I win this week. Uh, if they get 40, I feel like Stefan's got at least two touchdowns. At know? least. That, that, that would be the hope. That, and well, Josh Allen it. does have to throw those. This is a, They do. <laughs> he, he do be throwing the ball. <laughs> he, he do be the starting quarterback. So uh, this is a big week for all of you fantasy football owners out there. It's the week right before playoffs start. Yeah, we so, are. We're down to the wire. Like I yeah. said, I'm the seventh seed. I need, and I mean need, a win this week. I'm sitting in the eighth spot playing the guy in seventh. But we're all we're all tied here. It's a four way tie. So you got a chance. To, you get a chance to really leapfrog here. I, I do. I, it's 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 a four way tie. I'm last in points four in this four way tie with two spots there. Six teams make the playoff in our is, league. Is there a financial benefit to this? There may or may not be a there there is there there could be a financial benefit to this. So uh, it's very important to uh to to get into first place in a twelve team league. It, it'd be great to win it there. Yeah, I currently sit in a ten team in a in a ten user team league, and I know the feeling. Yeah, I I know the feeling. It would be important there, and of course, moving into the primetime game in Lambeau, a team that Aaron Rodgers has told them that he owns, playing the Chicago Bears. I think he owns them once again. I I also believe that he owns the Chicago Bears once again, even though just uh, even though Justin Fields also on my fantasy team. Has only played one week. That was the bye week for Josh Allen. That was the bye week. And he probably will never see the light of day again. He's not. (laughs) But You may want to cut him. (laughs) But there's no one else to pick up. True. But either way, either way, it's a possibility. And Monday's primetime game, huge NFC West matchup with big implications. Arizona Cardinals against the Los Angeles 
Rams. That could be the game of the week. I like Zona to roll here. I, I like, like Zona. I was going to say, I love how we're agreeing today. Look at that. Isn't that something? Cody's always got something to disagree about. No. Always something to disagree We about. get along here no, when David there's, there's, and Tanner take no, on hot takes. It's it's almost like we're geniuses or something. It's like we know what we're talking about here. It's, it's insane. It's great. Uh, it feels nice. And now we're going to switch gears here about half of the episode onto college basketball. An incredible weekend here. What a game. The media outlets looked at it and said, you know, there's no football. The college football this week, and we're going to stack it up with tons, tons of great college of great basketball. great college basketball. And the greatest game of them all. No one wants to be number one. No. Nobody. No. Not even the Purdue Boilermakers. What a game last night. What a game. Rutgers. Downing the Spoilermakers. And that makes... In last week's student media poll, top twenty-five, which you have, which you have, if you have not checked out the student media poll, check it out. Put it, put it in Google and go check it out. It's a great thing put together by all sorts of student journalists across the nation that put together their own form of the AP poll, and it's fantastic. And that it's was, more reliable. It's and great. it's released sooner. Yeah, of course, it's everything you could have wanted in a poll. There were two people that put Baylor number one. I was one of them. Ooh, the Baylor Bears are about to be number one, and we're going to start there. Actually, this is the biggest game of the weekend, and it's Sunday. It happens Sunday. Baylor hosting the Villanova Wildcats. Ooh. Villanova comes in the week ranked number six in the AP poll. The least reliable poll. Exactly. Playing Baylor, sitting at 8-0. I like, I like the Baylor Bears to get it done here. I really do. I also like the Bears to get it done here. That defense, that's a defensive team, and that defense is suffocating. Absolutely. I think it's... I don't think it's far-fetched that this Baylor team could go back-to-back here. I, I don't think it's far-fetched at all. I mean, this team is incredibly talented. Obviously, losing Davion Mitchell to the Sacramento Kings, which he looks great there. He does look fantastic. He looks amazing. He looks like Donovan Mitchell 2.0. And they're they and also better at defense. And better yeah. at, and maybe a better defender. Yeah. and But the, that, that game is going to be so, so fun to watch on Sunday. No doubt about it. That is the game of the weekend. Looking at some other really, really, really good matchups, starting with a top 15 matchup Saturday night in Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah. The Houston Cougars. On the road to play Bama. They just came off a win over Gonzaga. Are they going to take down another top 15 team here? I've got I've got the tide. I've got the tide as well. In, in a home game, in your own gym, that, like we said, like we've said previously, that's a shooting team. I feel like I feel like your home gym only all only helps shooting teams. Absolutely. So I, I've got the tide in that one. Not by much, but I've got the tide. It'll be a fun game. I think it will be a it's gonna be incredibly fun back and forth. Both teams can score 70, 70 or eighty. I've got the tide by six. I've got the tide by seven. Seven? Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> I've got him by seven. Another top 25 matchup this weekend, Wisconsin on the road and Big Ten play against Ohio State. I've got the Buckeyes in that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Wisconsin here. Are you? I am on the road. I like this Wisconsin team a lot. Their one loss in the season came to a really good Providence team. And I think that they're going to move up in the polls. I expect them. To, I've got them number seventeen in my student media poll. They're number twenty-two. Twenty-two in the Associated Press, I believe. Yeah, I'm. I'm much. I'm pretty high on this Wisconsin team, and I think for good reason. I like them a lot. This is a veteran-led Wisconsin team. This is one of those Wisconsin teams that makes a deep run in the tournament. This is just just has that feeling of them. But I feel like Ohio State's going to out-athlete them. That's oh, what I think. Ohio State athletes are better. No doubt about it. I've got Wisconsin by two. Okay, uh, I'll I'll bounce you on back and take Ohio State by four. 
Close game. Should be a fun one to watch. And that's kicking off at the 11 a.m. window at 1230 Arkansas on the road against Oklahoma. This is a really good Oklahoma team. It is. It's a scary good Oklahoma team, a sneaky good Oklahoma team. They took care of Florida last week. And simultaneously, a very impressive Arkansas team, but we knew that coming into the season. Oh, yeah. This Arkansas team is, is... They're legit. Absolutely, they're in the they're they're right off to the top ten right now at number twelve. They look good. They have not lost yet on the road in Norman. Does Norman hand did, did the Sooners hand them their first loss? I, I I'd have to look at this. I, I to be honest with you, I haven't looked at their schedule to see if they've played in any kind of big road environments. But I feel like Norman's going to be packed for that one. It will be without a doubt. Arkansas. Let's see if they played in any big time road environments. Doesn't appear they have at all. They played. A neutral site contest, a couple of neutral site contests. So this will be their first true road game of the season. Interesting. Now, yeah. this isn't exactly a young team, a young Arkansas team. No, veteran led though. They've got guys who have played in environments like this before. So, I, it it's going to be interesting. Who, what what do you have in that one? You've got the Sooners. I'm going to take the Sooners. I've got them by three. I'm going to take the Hogs by eight. Eight. I think Arkansas is a top. I think Arkansas is going to wind up being a top eight team when this this season's over with. They could be, without a doubt. They could win the SEC. It's very possible. No doubt about it. Moving on, UCLA, number four, and I think a fraudulent number four. They I think a not, very fraudulent number they four. They should not be this high, and they are on the road playing a really, really good Marquette team. This I've, is going to be a fun, fun game to watch. Marquette's lost two games on the season. One of them to St. Bonaventure, who we know is a good team. The other one, Wisconsin. Those I've are two got, good losses. I've got UCLA in this one, and I've got them by about 10. But I don't think it's a good 10. I think it's a cheap 10-point win, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Free throws late? Late free throws, stretching it out, yeah. I think Marquette could pull it off. Really? I think the Golden Eagles could do it. I think UCLA's time to to get booted out of that top ten ranking is coming. I don't think it's against, Mar- against Marquette. UCLA does have a, a game on the horizon at the end of the month, December 30th, against Arizona, which I love this Arizona Wildcat team. That team is so, so fun to watch. And let's transition into this Arizona game on the road of playing Illinois. Illinois. The fighting Illini. This fighting line team is really good. They took they took a couple losses early. They were without Kofi Coburn for the first three games, and one of those three games they lost they to lost. Marquette. To yes. So, nonetheless, this Arizona team is really really good, and they have beaten teams and they have beaten the crap out of them. They have they not have just won games. They have been trampling people. They have steamrolled. I think they steamrolled this Illinois team too. I think this really? Arizona Wildcat team is a Final Four team. I could see it. I've got Zona in this one, but I don't have it in a steamroll. I've got them handily winning it, but maybe not a steamroll. I've got them by 12. I'll take them by 17. Okay. I think, I think you know, garbage time, Illinois cuts it under 20, but, you know. 17. I like I, I, I can get with that, but I'm sticking with 12. Speaking of St. Bonaventure, they've got a tough road test against UConn. Number 15th ranked Huskies. This will be a fun one. I like UConn here to just kind of run them out the building. Well, it's going to determine, I think, how full that UConn gym is. I don't know if they're still in session because, I mean, take Mississippi State, for instance. No students are going to be at games until we come back to school in January. Not like many students came anyway. 
But you don't have to expose Mr. State like that. <laughs> but but if UConn is still in session, that's going to be a very tough environment to play in, as always. And I'm I'm going to take the Huskies. A couple of more games here. Kentucky on the road at a three and four Notre Dame team. This is a really good Notre Dame team, though a sneaky good Notre Dame team. I think Kentucky, they are better than the record shows, but I don't think they're near. I don't think they can hold a candle, Kentucky. To I don't. Kentucky. I don't think so too. But Kentucky hasn't. You know, they haven't played any once they lost to Duke. And obviously they lost to Duke. not a bad loss. We know how good Duke is this year. Duke, to me, is still the best team in this in the nation, in my opinion. I think they very well could be. It's a very talented team. We'll see if Paolo can figure out his, his injury-cramping issues. Well, I think will be something to watch throughout think, the season I goes on. I think he's on. the best player in the nation, hands down. I like that boy Chet. I like Chet. I don't. <laughs> I, I like Chet a lot. He's I one, do not. I think Chet's got to go number one in the draft. He's got to. He's a talent. He's going to have to put some muscle on. Yeah, he will. One last one last game to touch on here before we transition to the NBA for the last few minutes. Purdue on the road at NC State. Actually, I believe this is a neutral side game. Either way, playing the Wolfpack of NC State, who are seven and two on the season. Another An impressive sneaky, season. Yeah, so far. One of the one of the upper a sneaky good upper tier ACC team against Purdue, coming off a loss. I think Purdue bounces back. I think they do as well. That will be a fun one to watch. And if you're if you're listening to this in Starkville and you're wondering why we haven't touched on the CSU Mississippi State game, you can go back and listen to the dudes yesterday because that is all we talked about. We filled 32 minutes of talking about that game, so we're not even going to bother touching on it here. Moving on to the NBA, we're going to start with Saturday night's game. Golden State on the road at Philadelphia. Steph Curry, 10 threes away from setting the record, nine away from tying it. The last time he played in Philadelphia, he had 10 threes in that game. Golden State by a boatload in this one. People don't even care about the result of this game. No. (laughs) Tanner, does he break the record in this game? No. I've got him getting about seven threes, and then he breaks it the next game. I think he breaks it with a three over his brother. Uh. You know, the NBA would probably write it like that, but I don't think so. The NBA is not scripted, but if it were, if that, it would, were. that would be how it happens. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, that's be how it happens. Tonight's games, looking at some decent games tonight. The Bucks playing a red-hot Rockets team I've got, on the road in Houston. I've got Houston in that one. I think Houston continues to roll. That'll be a fun one. The nightcap on ESPN. The two games on ESPN. We're going to start with the first game, Nets and Hawks. That'll be a fun one. In Atlanta. I like Brooklyn here, though. I, I'm going to disagree with you here. I'm going to take Atlanta. Atlanta at home, uh, that stadium's going to be, or that arena's probably going to be packed if, when the Nets are coming to town. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, I think it will be. Another arena that should be packed. The 20 and 4 Suns hosting my Boston Celtics. Still without Jalen Brown. I'm going to take my Celtics. I think it's a close one. I think this is a game. You Tatum. Homer. I think Tatum goes for 40 in this game, though. I, I think Devin Booker goes for about 35. I don't know. I think Marcus Smart's going to lock him up. I'm not really sure on this, who on the Suns team can really stick with Tatum. I don't know if anyone can guard him. Uh, mm, Michael. Or uh, not Michael. Um, Bridges? Bri- yeah, Mikael Bridges. Bridges is a decent defender. Either him or Jay Crowder, one of the two, has got to try to stick with him. I think Crowder's, having played with him, We'll know his game pretty well. That's true as well. Moving on, Saturday night games, Bulls at your heat. <sighs> we're not doing great lately. I'm going to take not, Chicago in this game. We're, we're not doing great lately. We're not exactly hot. We're playing a tough Bulls team that David and I both think is legit. I'm going to take the Bulls in this one I, as a Heat fan. I'm going to do it. 
That's that's. I hope I'm wrong. This is where Tanner can come back and look at it and go, "Look, I was never a homer. I'm not a homer. I was. I'm not a homer. I picked against the. I picked against <laughs> the Heat in 2021 when they played the Bulls in a regular season game. <laughs> Something he can hang his hat on forever. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Sunday games here. Just one game I want to touch on here. Bucks on the road at the New York Knicks. I think the Knicks get it done in Madison Square Garden. I think Milwaukee takes that one. Yeah, fun one to watch. Now, looking at this MVP race for the NBA, really quick, 30 seconds left. I think it's Steph's it's award Steph's, to It's Steph's this year. I think we don't even need the button for that. Yeah, we don't, we don't need the button for that. I think if for some reason Steph falls off, Kevin Durant's done a great job. In Brooklyn, I think he's number two for the award. Obviously, without Kyrie there, James Harden still looks good at times. But KD has really been popping off this year. True. we got about ten seconds. So we're going to sign off here. We'll be back with you Monday on your next episode of Hot Takes. Thanks for tuning in. For Davis Smith and Tanner Merler, I'm 